Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, a bushy-tailed. Good morning, Stringy. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, listeners. And good morning, the one and only Gorilla is back, well, I've looking heard... suntanned, relaxed, and basically Slightly with a w- positive attitude yes. for life. And that's uh, Crocodile Gorilla now. <laughs> crocodile. Crocodile Gorilla. I've got a few stories for you. I've heard the ratings have been dropping. I've come back to lift the, you know, lift the old concrete gang, get up where it belongs. I've heard you, you blokes have dragged it down while I've been away. Welcome back to all the crocodile fans. <laughs> Just because you're a hero in Cooktown doesn't make you number one down here. Oh, I go. Can I tell a story? Can yes, t- you can tell a story. I'll tell you what, Cooktown, if you ever get a chance to go out there, I love it. It's beautiful. It's, 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 it's probably like Port Douglas was 35 years ago, but it's a beautiful. It's got two pubs and an RSL. That's all you need, isn't it? And, uh, and how many times did you go to each of them? <laughs> and uh, we went fishing, and <laughs> this bloke's come and picked us up in the boat, me and my old mate Skinny, and uh, the sides of the boat are reckon a foot out of the water. <laughs> so we're driving, we're going up the mangroves, and, and he goes, oh, that's, uh, I think it was Annabelle, our local, you know, six-metre <laughs> crocodile, about four foot across the guts. I could, poor old Skinny could hardly look. He, he was terrified. <laughs> so we go flying past. I said, Jesus, thank Christ for that. So we've done a bit of fish, caught a couple of fish on the way back. Here's old Annabelle. Or, or, obviously a bloke, but I think for some reason they call it Annabelle. And he said, it's a mating season. They get a bit touchy in the mating season. Of course they do. Had a two and a half metre crocodile in its mouth, crunching down on it. Its head was out one side, legs out the other. You know, it was flapping and going like that. His ear was crunching on it. And uh, 
me old mate String Bean, he said, did you take a photo? I said, you're kidding. I was terrified. I said, keep going, Jesus. You're helping, you're helping the boat go faster by paddling, were you? Well, I knew I wasn't in trouble because I took old Skinny out for a swim the day before. He said, why are we going swimming? I said, I just want to know who's the fastest. He goes, why? Because the, the slowest one's going to get eaten, Skinny, and that's you. But, uh, yeah, so we made it back. But that was, oh, mate, you should have heard it. When I was crunching down this other crocodile, Jesus, I'll tell you. Very. If you're a crocodile gorilla, are you the six-metre croc or the two-metre croc? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about three inches, I think. You know, And that's the other thing. He goes, have a look. There's a crocodile in the tree. I said, where? And we kept going. And we were about, I reckon, two foot away. We still couldn't see it. He was flying down in his boat, and he saw it in the boat. It was about a 12-inch crocodile on the tree. and just jumped out of the tree. We couldn't see it. The, the bloke was unbelievable. Yeah, it was a very interesting trip, and... Uh, I could tell you about the trip back from uh, there when the higher carb, in case anyone from Thrifty, no. anyone from Thrifty's listens, it might, <laughs> might it mightn't help our court case. So I better not say that. <laughs> Righto, moving right along, the gorilla's back, and uh, what did you come back to? You came back to the biggest night. Freezing joint, twenty nine every day up there. Yeah, it was it was one point two this morning here. Anyway, Nigel Hatchkiss is busy calling Thrifty. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the biggest non-event was. The introduction of the code, 1st of September. If you are not code compliant by the 1st of September, you will not get any government work. You are going to be held out there in nowhere land forevermore. You are ruined as a business, blah, 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 blah. How many companies in Victoria actually got themselves code compliant by the 1st of September. Hundreds. It would have been hundreds all the it talk was and the bullshit. Getting. Hundreds. The lines out the office on Friday was frightening. It was like the bread shop. You've got to take a ticket, mate. It was unreal. <laughs> Two. Oh. Two? Two. Two. Was Annabelle down at the front gate or something, was it? <laughs> uh, Annabelle would have been hungry, I tell you what. There was no one lining up. The greatest load of... Codswallop of all time, or if you want to be more direct, a load of shit. There are people that obviously will have to become code compliant to get government work and obviously therefore employ our members, but there is not the rush, there is not the drama, there is not all the, all the threats and uh, stuff that went on. There will be a slow, and I repeat, slow introduction of code compliant clauses into our 1618 agreement, which, uh, of course, ends on the 30th of June next year. But there'll be a very slow, very slow process because people do not tender for Commonwealth government work every day, nor do they put in prices to those that do tender every day. One company who can go nameless came in to have a talk and when asked the question, when do you actually need your co- agreement to be made code compliant? Oh, the end of September, early October. In other words, it has been overblown beyond all doubt. The federal government, uh, embarrassed by the fact that the uh, companies like uh, ProBuild and so on who have started a process, Lend-Lease, who have started a process, are in no hurry And the MBA, uh, despite what people at their national office might say, are moving slowly as well. The demo contractors who all thought their world was going to end 
even the NBA can't get them in uh, to sort out what they're going to do next. So, folks, big hullabaloo. There will be, of course, people trying to cheat and trying to get some changes in their agreement and talking about code and uh, ACI, uh, civil is one of them. That's all being put a stop to, but, folks, long way to go before this is an issue facing most of you. However, an issue that is facing all of us is all the people who haven't got an EBA. All these uh, companies that are being opened up by EBA companies to avoid paying the rate, to avoid having the 36-hour week, avoid having the calendar. And there's plenty of them, and there's ever more on the horizon. Just take uh, one example, Buildcorp, ARC3, is that... The name they're yeah, using? Yeah, Bill Corbach 3, yeah. Hamilton Marino, got Orange. Orange. There are plenty of them, and there are new ones joining that little uh, escapade Pel- Pelicanos is coming out of the woodwork. And basically what they're trying to do is get down there in the bottom rung of the uh, commercial sector and get themselves some work uh, because they're getting a bit of competition from the shitbaggers. The absolute shitbaggers who come into this industry for make a particular Race to the job bottom. or series of small jobs and then disappear. Race to the bottom. It is indeed a race to the bottom. And uh, we have got one little example, which we should talk about now, cane construction. In the race to the bottom, I would have thought that canes were not the leaders but they've now introduced uh, a REIT. Is that what we call it? A, a REIT? Yeah. A I REIT? think it is. A-R-E-T-E. A, a REITer? Yep. A REITer, maybe. Mm. Who knows? Whatever. Keynes have got this little company are doing fit-outs, and uh, they moseyed on down to a job in Collins Street and uh, started uh, production, and it's turned into an absolute disgrace. They went from nothing to the worst fit-out of all time in the space of only a couple of weeks. Mind you, you give Kane a lot of credit saying they've got nothing to do with bottom feeders, but... Um, they turned crayfish into a shit sandwich, <laughs> Kane's would, I tell you. They're very good at it. But, but as if it wasn't bad enough, they did set up this other mob, obviously, to do a bit worse. Do the shit stuff. Yeah, one of the worst we've seen for a while. I think, um, yeah, a five-storey refurb. Um, everything from asbestos, uh, laying around like bloody snow, laying around with yeah a bit of black plastic thrown over it, or um you know I, the the one I liked was a bag that had asbestos in inverted commas and then do not inhale dust. I mean, oh. so so as long as you don't breathe on the job, you're all right. That's part yeah. of the that's part of the swims, was it? <laughs> Must have been how to work safely with asbestos. Don't, don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. But you know, just a main walkway full of holes and uh, open penetrations, the cables everywhere. Just just a nightmare. Um, shocking amenities. Twenty five blokes down there, and uh, would have been code compliant though. Wouldn't filthy it? amenities. It was code compliant. Yeah, of course, it was. No yeah, worries yeah. for Kane. They're still code compliant. Doesn't matter what yeah. they do. It's, um, as long as they, as long as they try and keep the union out, which, which was of course, as as you'd expect, was the response of the boss down at the Arret job on Collins Street was uh, just wants to know where the paperwork is for the union official, not, you know, what to do about the asbestos on the job or the burst water main that popped up while while the officials were there, um, flooding Collins Street. 
No, no, no. That was part of the swims. That was to wash away the asbestos. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mind you, you've got yeah, you've got this this water main burst in flooding Collins Street, but no no fresh water for the for the blokes on the job. Um, yeah, just an absolute shocker, and uh, it'll take a, take a lot of work to fix that up. But uh, yeah, they remain code compliant, and they're not the only ones. Uh, you know, you, you talked about these offshoots, so we've had orange this week as well. Um, I, re- I reckon Bill Corp's the best. Arc, they've got a mob killed Arc Three. They reckon it's going to be non-NBA. Well, I, I, I defy anyone to tell the difference between Bill Corp and Arc Three. <laughs> well, they do operate out of the same address, which is uh, Mate, how it comes. Bit who, like Hamilton Marino. Who is this Arc Three? Not much of a not much of a presence, and they are uh, yeah same address as Bill Corp busted. Good Orange. morning. Good morning, to Ashley. Orange Hamilton Marino, but yeah, Orange same thing. Like uh, their their idea of amenities was, uh, you know, some uh, some couple of chairs out on the deck, um, out in the open, a, a first aid kind of kit somewhere out, you know, just out out on the deck. There's just nothing there at all. Um, shocking stuff. So yeah, this is this is where we're at now. Second tier in in Melbourne construction. Is it possible that? Some of our other uh, second-tier people are looking good by comparison to some of these first-tier people who are trying to get into second-tier. Well, if, if you want as much there's as even, attention... There's amenities on some of these shit. It's talks. all going to turn the tears, I know that. If you want as much attention as Element 5, Vcon have had lately, um, you know, they've clean, they're, they're cleaning up their act, they're learning as they get a, a fair bit it's of assistance. It's taken a while. It's taken a long time. <laughs> Slowest learners you might, you might meet, but... Um, you know their jobs are probably now looking better than some of these other mobs. So, um, but if Orange want the same assistance, they'll probably get it. So, all right. So it's nearly, the- nearly time for a track now, mate. Yeah, yeah. And just just yeah, yeah. to make you feel on this cold morning yes. a little bit warmer. I've got more gonna, stories. Got yeah, more no, stories. No, we're going to play this first to make you feel warm up, that little bit warmer, so you can get into your next all story. All right, mate. All right. Ninety six degrees in the shade. Beautiful. In the shade, ninety six degrees in the shade, real hot. Oh, yes, in the shade. Was 
shade. Real hot in the shade, brother. Hey. It works so well on the crocodile. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a bit like Cooktown, having a snooze in the shade, yeah. Could I tell you another story? After about a dozen stubbies, but never mind. You can, bit tell, early us, for that. You can tell us another oh, story. All right, well, well we, we, um, we hired a car. We hired an egg beater to go up, up there. You drive up on the, on the, on the bitumen on the road that... A couple of the brothers there, old skin dog, he, he's talking to one of the cousins. He's going, can you drive on that road that goes around the coast? You know, I the forget scenic the moment. route. The scenic route. Yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. He goes, it's all, it's all good because the old cousins, you know, when their car breaks, they just leave it, get another one. We had the higher one. So anyway, uh, I reckon one kilometre, I reckon 100 metres into, into this road. There's a little voice in the background. Hey, matey, matey, can you just slow down a bit? I said, slow down. You should have seen this road. It was unbelievable. There's four-foot potholes. We had to cross three rivers. They were about two or three, or three, three foot deep. We're in an egg beater. And I said to the boys, and we don't get across. Have a look just each, each side of the river. I go, what? Have a look at the crocs waiting for us to just drift down the road. <laughs> Anyway, we made it back, but uh, it was definitely uh, a good trip and uh, a special cheerio to Thrifty Car Hire, and um, we'll bring back the rest of the car when we find it. <laughs> <laughs> the crocodiles have got Uber Eats and food delivered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it comes down the river. He said, this was four wheels when you well, rented it. There's only two wheels. I said, I thought it'll happen the back two oh, wheels right. with a diff. Rightio. Now oh, then. Oh, that's it, is it? That's it. I was warming up. You were warming up, that's right. Well, I tried in, to give you a warm track, but anyway. Back in cold Melbourne. Cold Melbourne, and it was quite chilly last weekend when we had the uh, Como Awards Night out at the uh, Flemington uh, Atrium, and uh, there was a big night out. All the tickets were sold. Money was made for the John Cummins Foundation, so they're going to... Basically exceed the million bucks. So in 10 years, they've raised uh, over now over a million dollars for a number of good causes, including the assistance to those with brain tumours who are being treated out at the Austin Hospital. So all round, a great thing. There were some uh, delegates that won some awards and those two blokes from the CUB uh, dispute. And those blokes uh, have got some recognition for the great effort they made last year. Righto. We should also tell you that there's another event coming up, which is going to be a little bit different than it was last year, and that is the picnic. Caulfield's been given the arse. Where are we going now? The Leyland Brothers. (laughs) We're going to the showgrounds. Jesus. Now, last year there was an incredible number of meals that were tossed by Caulfield. People stood in... Apparently you got indigestion too. Is that right, Spring Bean? <laughs> That's the camo function. I wasn't even there and it's still returning on me. Oh, right. Uh. <laughs> oh, right. Now then, there will be further and better particulars about the picnic this year when it's at the showgrounds. We've asked the state government to provide... The train service that's usually only provided at showtime and for the Melbourne Cup and uh, try and get some trains there as well so that people have the option of maybe having a couple and getting home without having to uh, to drive. And new caterers so you too can get indigestion and uh, not have to wait two hours to get it. Well, that's an improvement, isn't it? Well, 
That's what that's what we're hoping. No, but right you, at least you got an ingestion. The, the worry was the people that couldn't get it, they couldn't get their food. That's what I'm saying. You'll <laughs> oh, be able sorry. to get it this time without the two, uh, oh, two hour wait. Yeah. Sorry, brother. Sorry. There were thousands of meals at the end of the day basically tossed. Righto. Scallywags. Mate, a cast we of have thousands. a cast of thousands here. We might break them up into two groups. Well, <laughs> Sookie Lalas, who are obviously in a class of their own. And we're going to start off with Greg Horsey from City Circle. Perennial, well, a perennial. Yeah. It was the end of the world. We were destroying the... Hang on. What's perennial mean? Forever. Oh, okay. Righto. Perennial is forever, yes. And Greg Horsey has been around forever, and he still sucks like he did the day I met him God knows how many years ago. But Greg's uh, problem is... The demo contractors are going to lose all their work because they're not going to be code compliant. Well, Greg, go and see your organisation, the MBA, who are still waiting for you to come back to them about what is required by you in your variations to make yourselves code compliant. Can't even get the MBA uh, pushing your case. You're not doing the right thing. Stop sucking. Righto. Nick Luca. Luca Tippers. Oh, please. Hey, Nick, mate, you're on that orange job in Northgate. Stop sucking. And uh, who else have we got? Oh, someone oh. you've copped the first week back? Seamus. Oh, yes. Seamus from uh, Probuild. Oh, well, he didn't even know it. He'd never heard of the Concrete Gang. Now, he's, he's the first boss I've never heard of the Concrete Gang. Cheerio to all your bosses listening out to see if you get a mention. Well, Seamus, you're getting a mention. Seamus, mate, he's got the answer to the whole industry, he has, and uh, he was concerned about ABD Group that was working over the road. He reckons they were working all these hours, and I had to uh, sort of explain to Seamus, well, they weren't actually working, Seamus. One of the cranes has tied off. And he said, well, I think I saw it still slew him. Well, Seamus, I don't know what you're on, mate. But uh, anyway, mate, uh, welcome to the Concrete King, Seamus, and uh, keep cutting up those cucumber sandwiches for the Liberals, mate. God love you. Righto. Who are we going to go for? For uh... Uh, Hang on, Mr. Andrew Tams at uh, Element 5 Econ boss who uh, thinks the cops deal with safety issues, got the wrong agency. Um, I know WorkSafe are useless, but the cops won't help you either. Uh, and by the way, if you're going to get uh, your fancy little cameras to film union officials and try to catch them out, You've got to charge your batteries, Andrew. You've got to charge your batteries. Jeez. Righto. Who are we going for? Oh, jeez. I don't know. That's, what's, what's this? A Sookie Lala, is it? This is just the Sookie Lala's. Oh, I'm going for that Seamus. Yeah. All right. We haven't got a... Greg Horsey's a known commodity, isn't he? Hey? He's a known commodity. Seamus, you have now joined a select group. The Hall of Shame. Indeed. Now, Scallywags, we've got Ken D'Souza from SJ Higgins who's told his employees, well, I'm not signing the EBA, so why do you need to be members of the union? Good yeah. on you, Kenny. Good on you, Ken. Good on you, yeah, son. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're a genius. Yeah. Harris HMC, they oh. increased the hourly rate by a dollar an hour. That's going to solve all their problems. Very no, ge- it's not. Very generous of them. Uh, John Moran from Ireland Brown, just because he's John Moran. <laughs> now we've got to mention him every week We'll be mentioning you plenty of times Johnny baby And ABD name. Oh yes, yeah, oh. Yeah, a bit of rocket science down there the, 
they've cleaned the decks again, got rid of the management and the new blokes in there, and he first thing he's, he wanted to do was work an RDO, and uh, although that was a bit rough, some in the, about three weeks ago, they didn't pay any of the subbies, and all the subbies left the job, and then he wants to work an RDO. Yeah, and you Am I missing something there, or? Yeah, you didn't mind getting those uh, precast uh, unloaded in Ligon Street at about 6.30 on Thursday night. In the middle of bloody peak hour, an absolute disaster. Well done. I must admit, you had your uh, traffic management and that in place, but you stuffed a whole lot of people's lives on Thursday night. Now, we've also got uh, Instrascaf. 40 bucks an hour. You've got an EBA, boys. You might be hiding out at New Farm, but you have to pay your EBA. Now, uh, REIT. And John and our good friends Keynes. Well, what are we saying? The calamity on Collins Street. I reckon ABD, I reckon. But Keynes are, well, maybe you should make them joint winners. Mm. Uh, You know what I reckon? I reckon, we'll give it ABD because Keynes will pop up next week. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the job will still be shit next week. Righto, so... uh, ABD for a couple of absolutely hopeless jobs. You are the winners of Scallywag of the Week. Now, we need to send a cheerio to a few people. Normie Wallace, who's still uh, in hospital down at Moorabbin. And if people uh, can get into uh, the hospital, which is I think is part of Holmes Glen somehow. It's a rehab hospital oh, in yeah, South yeah. Road yep. in Moorabbin. Normie's on for a chat. He's getting a bit bored in there. Uh, also, Cuda. Yeah, Cuda hasn't been too well, so if you, all the blokes out I've had a few phone calls. Well, the best thing to do, boys, is, is go around and see him, ring him up and just, just go and see him. Uh, so in regards to good old Coot. Indeed. And also to Johnny Driver. Johnny was an official of the TWU, and he uh, ended up uh, selling fruit and vegetables as you do when you need to make a quid, and Johnny's uh, recovering from a, a bit of a stroke. So cheerio to Johnny, and I hope uh, he's bouncing back. He looked pretty good at the Camo function uh, last week. And uh, we'll go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to, to win. win. If you, you don't, don't fight, fight you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang, and we're going to go out with a bit of Crowded House. Another relaxed, because the gorilla is so relaxed, despite the fright from the crocodiles. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.